0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house, and my lovely co-host will be here with us real shortly. How y'all doing out there this wonderful Monday afternoon? Hope everyone is having a great, great day. All right. Man, we got a great show planned for you today. And, uh, you know, we have uh, a lot. We have a lot to talk about, believe it or not. Um, shoot, we got so much to talk about. We're gonna take our time today. Um, we got a song of the day, quote of the day, uh, Black History moment for you. And uh, man, I tell you, we got a lot. We got a lot planned for you today. We really do. Um, so, like I said, I hope you're ready for a great show and some great conversation. And of course, you know, we want to hear what's on your mind as well. And as we move along with the um, the topics of the show today, all right. So, but let me tell you how you can be a part of the show real quick. The first easy way is just call us at three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. You can email me at Talk at gmail dot com, and you can also email the co-host at p dot leona dot ross twenty four at gmail dot com. Um, yeah. You know, either one of us You don't have to email me directly You want to email the pretty lady You just go ahead and email her It's all good in the neighborhood <laughs> The chat room is open At www.blogtalkradio.com Forward slash Mr. Talk And there's the show's website as well At www.ericlestalk.com So those are all the ways you can participate in the show And we are looking forward to hearing from you That's what we want to (laughs) do That's what we want to do So be ready Because we are That's all I got to say about that (laughs) Yeah buddy Um, But before I go any further Let me go ahead and bring my beautiful co-host in P. Ross where you at How you doing today
2: I'm doing well How are you
1: Doing well. Also, thank you for asking.
3: <laughs> oh Lord,
1: thank you for asking. Oh so what special stuff you got for us today, You know, I, I know we be rocking and rolling and I want them to know what the stuff you be working on as well.
2: Oh yeah, we we, we got a we got a little bit of information for them for for 'em today. Um, they're gonna be very well surprise some of it. Some of it some people are are going to know. Um you got African proverb for the quote of the day. Got some little known black history facts, you know. So gonna show, you know, mm-hmm. the use and, and the use and abuse and the changing of laws, you know, as far as the privacy act, you know. <laughs> there was a long time coming for us. It <laughs> was a long time coming for us. <laughs> And, and the many contributions mm-hmm. that we made, you know, to this country, stand, you know, in in, in every part in every entity of, you know, it's it's just not the agricultural part, but also the medical and philosophical part as well, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So we 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 had our we had our part in in a bit of everything. A bit of
1: Alrighty, everything. All I like that word you use, whole Whatever that word was, that's a lot. Of, that's a big word right there. <laughs> 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 you know, I love those big words. I may not be able to say them, but I love them.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. But anyway, anyway, you ready to get it on? I think we're gonna go ahead and knock the song of the day out because. Like you know, we was talking yesterday, you know me, I, I my musical, my musical um, uh, um taste just spans a whole lot of stuff, and I think y'all gonna like this one, man. We got some violinists out there that just be jamming, man. I mean, when I say jam, they be jamming,
3: you
1: know, and uh, some cello players, and they got a whole little group, and they be rocking pretty good. I must admit, but, but. They bring back to what I'm talking about. We're talking about Mr. Damian Escobar. And uh yeah, he plays this 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 violin man. I tell you he be cutting loose on it. So that's what we're gonna bring y'all here in a few minutes. Uh what else we got going on today? We're gonna to talk a little bit about the 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 as they call it the Pan American flag. You know, that flag has been called so many things yeah isn't that amazing though but we 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 get to that in a minute <laughs> anyway, I, I i can't isn't that amazing though how how you know the, the the American flag is the American flag you know nobody calls it if they different you know everybody else got their flag but the pan american flag it has been named, called so many things the african flag and this man I tell you it, it, i just think it's it's amazing the international african flag. The african flag the pan-american flag the liberation flag the black flag <laughs> The african-american flag the afro-american Flag the unia flag universal negro improvement association and African community league flag. I mean The colors haven't changed just tonight And I just found that quite interesting, but We'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um we're gonna talk a little bit about felons, man. Felons uh, uh uh and their voting rights. You know, the question is should they be granted their voting rights once they're they're released from prison? Uh we're gonna talk a little bit about that. Uh the FISA memo. You know, that's what I based the title of the show up, just a waste of energy. And of course we know the eighth is this week. Actually Thursday. Yeah. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well because we know the budget, we're going to have another fight on on the budget. We may have another shutdown. We don't know yet. But um, with Congress coming back to work today, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. And the new California and the ceasefire in Baltimore. I bet a lot of y'all didn't know there was a ceasefire in Baltimore, did you? Yeah, we gonna talk about a little bit about that as well, and a few other things that may come up. Colorism. I know a lot of people don't know what colorism is, but we we going we talk about it all the time. You just didn't know that was the name of it. Put it that way. So yeah. So me and P Ross, we we, we ready. We really got it ready for you, and um, we want you to get, just settle in, get your favorite drink, a choice, and get your pencil, paper. And let's get it on, darling. Let's get it on. You ready, Pete? You ready?
2: I'm fine. I'm ready.
1: All right. <laughs> Don't she sound good, you Anyway, sound like a big old no hush. Alright, anyway, without <laughs> anyway, without further ado, man, here's the song of the day, Mr. Damien S He's doing a cover of uh, Nino and Vince song, Am I Wrong. Y'all enjoy it, man, because this guy is talented. See y'all in about four minutes.
0: A little too much,
4: huh? Keep it.
1: All right. <laughs> there it was, man. Mr. Damian Escobar. Hey, am I wrong? Which is a cover of Nino Event song. I told y'all the guy was talented, man. I tell you. Hey, go check him out on YouTube, man, And The other artists out there. You know, hey, these cats are throwing down with just violins. You know. In fact, one guy takes the violin and plays it like a guitar for a moment, and uh, it's rocking. Y'all just don't know it's rocking, but we'll, we'll, we'll let you hear some more here in a little while. All right, so that was your song the other day. Glad you could make it back. This is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, with my co-host, P. Ross, hanging out with you today, and um, we're ready, man. We're ready for a great show. P., what you think about Mr. Damien Escobar, you know I, I told you we was talking last night, and you know, I told you my my musical taste is crazy. You know I I find some all kind of music to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you no, know, I'm, I'm a bit, uh, I love music, man. Music is good for you. Uh huh. P, are you there?
2: Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening Uh-oh. to you. No, Oh on Mr.
1: about Me-
2: It exacerbating about Mr. Escobar, but it was pretty good. There you go good. with that word
4: again.
1: Disaster. I, I, is
4: that it. I, I mean? like it. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. Disaster. Whatever good. that means. <laughs> 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 quit playing. Mm-hmm. Just quit. It. Just yeah. quit playing. See, I'm, I'm just, just going to have to go on and pull out my dang old. Pull out my my, my dang old dictionary dictionary. Have it on handy, Sandy. Standby. <laughs> All the big words really? used in the day. Yeah, really. <laughs> Bye, hey, it's please. really, really, ma'am. Yeah. You know, you know, my vocabulary isn't that 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 deep and extensive. You know, and see, that's the big part of one of the biggest words I know, right there, extensive. <laughs> Heck yeah Hey, heck yeah Because, you know I'm a simple man I'm a simple man I told y'all one day I'm going to break out of this song And y'all going to be like, wow, Mr. Talk (laughs) Renegas Hey But it won't be today (laughs) It won't be today Um Yeah So anyway You know I'm trying to get settled here Because it seems like the more I try to get settled The more things look out of place And I'm sorry y'all It has to be kind of organized to me But anyway um, Yeah So that was That was Mr. Escobar you know? And sometimes that's what I do I just sit here and put some headphones on And next thing you know I'll be gone in the music world Just clicking and playing Clicking and playing And it actually sues. Soothes me. It's amazing how music has that effect, though. You know, you put your favorite music on, and it don't have—it doesn't have to be a, a particular artist. You know, just some good music, and you just lose yourself in thought sometimes, which is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, right, Pete? That's not a bad thing, because
2: everybody needs no, to lose yourself in thought a little bit, right? Sometimes, okay. yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah.
4: It's
1: <laughs> that is. is. You heard
4: me. <laughs> that <There it> is. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So it's about that time, man, for us to get on with the show. We're gonna do. It. It's about that time for the song. i the mean, song of the day. We just played the song of the day.
3: Duh.
1: Um. The quote of the day. And, man, it's a good one. It's an old African proverb, and it makes a whole lot of sense. And from there, you know, we're going to go into uh, the black history moment. And, of course, the beautiful, beautiful P. Ross is bringing all that to you today because she can deliver it a whole lot better than I can, y'all. Y'all figure that out, right? Right. I know y'all have. But anyway...
4: It's about that time We're me to turn it right over at. to her. Just, I, again, I five, no. four, three. four, three, two, one, uh-huh, 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 go! go.
2: go. All right. right. This is a popular okay. African proverb. Uh, many of you may have heard it. Some of you may have not, and it simply says, ears that do not listen to advice, Accompany the head when it is chopped. Again, ears that do not listen to advice accompany the head when it is chopped off. Now, this simply means that if you cannot follow sound advice, I'm talking about good advice, not the foolishness some people like to put out there and try to tell you to do. We're not talking about that. Then you will suffer the consequences thereof. You, you know, you you will reap to yourself the recompense of the sins that you have committed. The wrongdoing that you have committed. In other words, you shall reap what you sow. Just simply put, that's all it's saying. You'll reap what you sow. If you sow in corruption, you will eventually reap in destruction unto your own self. See, I mean, it may not seem like it. While things are going good and you're so-called living the high life, however, all good things do come to an end, people. The things in this world are only temporary. Only the things of God are eternal. Now, whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter to me. You don't have to. But as my grandma used to tell me when I was young, keep living. Keep living. You'll see. And true to her words, a lot of choices that I made in my life didn't turn out good for me. If I would have listened to her, I wouldn't have ran into the fire. See? But if I could have heard her, see, I may not have gone through some some of the hurt and pain caused by doing what I wanted to do at the time what I thought was best, what I thought I was grown enough to do. And she's telling me, you know, Long, you don't need to be hanging around there. You know, Long, you don't need to be doing that. But, you know, those was my friends. Those was my buddies. We were having fun. So you get in trouble and all them running, you still holding the bag. See? The choices because you couldn't hear sound advice. So then the bottom line is we have to hear somebody. And our elders usually speak words of wisdom into our lives to prevent us from going through the things that they've already been through. But do we have an ear to listen? Or do we have an ear that will accompany the head when it's chopped off? It's our choice. Let's deemed to make better decisions in 2018. All right? That's the quote of the day.
1: Mm. That was a simple quote, but a very effective yeah. one, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> you know, you, you can't. Uh, I mean, how how do you, you can't even add anything anything more to that because it it, it tells you point blank, you know. You know if you don't, listen, don't don't worry about it. Your head when your head get chalked off, don't <laughs> worry. Your, your ears and everything else are gonna be there right there with you. You know, like my old folks used to tell me, "Hard head make a soft bottom." You know, of course, yeah. you say in such elegant terms, but it's the same thing. It's you the, same,
4: it's the thing. same
1: thing. Yeah. You know, and as humans, we 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 tend to justify things that we know not that is not right. We justify. It. And, uh, you know, and a lot of times in, in us deciding to justify what is wrong, we, we get ourselves in trouble. We really do. And then when, when, when we're at that point where it's almost about to break off back, you know, first thing you say is, I knew that was wrong. I should have listened to my first voice, my first thought. Duh, yeah, you should have. And I'm sure somebody told you, yeah, well, you know, that's one thing about a good friend. A true friend is going to tell you the truth. You know, it may hurt your feelings for a moment, but at least you know they told you the truth. There's a lot of folk out there that sugarcoat it and, and and tell you what you want to hear and make you feel good. But in, in 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 the long run, what good is that doing? What good is that doing you? Nothing, nothing at all. Because you're just living an illusion. Then you're not you're not really doing anything that 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 that's right for you. You know, and nine times out of ten, those same friends that that's just telling you stuff that you want to hear are the same ones that laugh, that's laughing at you and talking about how you get back because they know it's wrong, you know. But the ones that's there to help uh, try to guide you along the way, you, you don't want to listen to them. Oh, they just they just don't know what they're talking about. You know, just, they're just too religious or so they too this, they too that. And actually, in actuality, they're the ones who tell, who's telling you what's right. Hmm, imagine that Imagine that So, yeah, that that's, that's some good stuff right there I, I, I really do like that I, I really do Alright Well, with that being done It's about time for the, the Black History Month This is February, y'all And in, in every show, each and every show We will be bringing you some Black History, man And today's Black History Is uh, Miss Harrietta Lack Miss Lax was oh boy, Miss Lax, Miss Lax, Miss Lax. Oh, go ahead, T, take it away. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into it. Through. I'll let you go ahead. I'll come in go for it. All right. <laughs> <I heard. laughs>
2: uh, many of y'all know, may know, may not know this lady's name. She was born as Loretta Press Pleasant, um, August twenty first, nineteen twenty. She died in October fourth, nineteen fifty one. Her name changed to Henry Lax She was an African-American woman who cancer cells are the source of the HeLa cell line. If y'all ever heard of that, some of y'all in the medical field and health field, you know, our family members who've had cancer and and research, you know, um, 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 cancer and, and, and how it metastasizes and all of that then you would have heard of the HeLa cell line, which is just Henrietta Lack's first two letters of her first and last name, in case you didn't know where that came from. Now, they first immortalized the cell line and, and one of the most important cell lines in medical research. An immortalized cell line will produce indefinitely under specific conditions. And the HeLa cell line continues to be the source of invaluable Medical data to this present day. Okay, this is how they got this information. She was the unwitting source of cells from a tumor that was biopsied during her treatment for cervical cancer in Baltimore, Maryland at the John Hopkins Institute in 1951. These cells were cultivated by Dr. Josh um, Otto Gay who created the cell line known as HeLa, which is still used for medical research as I said today. As was then the practice, and this is what you have to realize, there was no consent was obtained to culture, to culture her cell, nor was she nor her family compensated for the extraction of their use. Now here this is, this lady's body is being used for medical research without the family even knowing about it. See, they, they didn't know this. All they know is that she went to the doctor for cervical cancer to be to be treated, and they, they they biopsied, you know, her cervix and did research on her body. See? So because at that time, you know, there were no laws in place, you know. You know, she she was born in, in Virginia, you know, in the woods of Virginia, what they call rural con- country. She married her cousin, David Daylight, um, in 1949, it looks like. The young family moved to Turner Station in Baltimore County, Maryland, so they could work in Bethlehem Steel at Sparrow's Point. After which Lack gave birth to their fifth child, she was diagnosed. The tissue samples from her tissues were taken without consent during treatment, and these samples were then subsequently cultured into the HeLa cell line. Even though some information about the origins of HeLa's immortalized immortalized cell lines was known to researchers after 1970, the Lat family still was not made aware of the lines' existence until 1975. This is 25 years later, and they're still using these ladies' cell lines today. With knowledge of the cell lines' genetic provenance becoming public. It's used for medical research and for commercial purposes continues to raise concerns about privacy and patient rights. See, so even though in 1970, in, in 1975, it was brought to the family's attention that, hey, yeah, you know, we use your your family cell um, lines, but, you know, we still not going to comp- compensate you, you know. She didn't give them permission. Her family didn't give her permission. It wasn't until 1990, the court ruled that, and this is the Supreme Court in California, it ruled that a person's discarded tissue and cells are not their property and that they can be commercialized. And meaning that if you go to a doctor, you have surgery. Whatever part of your body they take out, they can use for whatever they want to, and they don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to um, let you know. They don't have to tell you anything. See, so so later on in 2013, um, one of the researchers published um, um, an article on the DNA sequence of genome of the strain of the Ebola The Lacks family discovered this when the author, Rebecca Skloof, informed them. There were objections from the Lacks family about the genetic information that was available for public access. And Jerry Lacks Wee, a grandchild of Henrietta Lacks, said to the New York Times, the biggest concern was privacy. What information was actually going to be out there about our grandmother?" and what information they can obtain from her sequencing that will tell them about her children and grandchildren going on down the line. Now, remember, this is her DNA. See, so they have her DNA, and they're still using it. So that is a viable concern because they have her DNA. They can track anybody in her family, see. So that same year, in 2013, another group working on different cell lines, you know, on the National Institute of Health, Funding submitted it for publication, and in August 2013, an agreement was announced between the family and the National Institute of Health that gave the family some control over access to the cell's DNA sequence found in the two studies, along with the promise of acknowledgement in scientific papers, in addition to family members, would join the six-member committee, which would regulate the access to the sequence data. See forty years later. See, over oh, forty years later, here it is. Well, longer than that, fifty some years. You know, now, now they are a part of this. Now they have say so, but only a limited amount. No recognition for the lady. Died in fifty one. They still using her cells in twenty thirteen and until today. But it took all these years. It took all these years to get recognition. See, sixty some years later. Now in nineteen ninety six Morehouse School of Medicine, you know, it did recognize her, you know, um, um, it, because it held its first annual Healer Women's Health Conference. Um, she was posthumously given a PhD um in twenty ten, I believe it was. Um, by who was it? Who was it that gave her that? Somebody in 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 Atlanta, because they also declared um, Henry uh, Henrietta Lack Day in 1996. So even today, you know, her contributions continue to be celebrated in 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 yearly events from beginning with the year 1996 unto on, on now. The John, the, John, the John Hopkins Institute of Clinical and Transitional um, Research established their annual Lacks Memorial Lecture Series in 2010 to honor Henrietta Lacks and the global impact of the HeLa Sales on Medicine and Research. It was Morgan University, Morgan State University, and that was in um, 2011, that posthumously gave her an honorary doctorate degree in public service. Also, um, in 2011, the Evergreen um, School District of Vancouver, Washington named their new high school focused on medical careers, the Henrietta Lacks Health and Bioscience High School, becoming the first organization to publicly memorialize her by naming a school in her honor. It wasn't until 2014 that Lacks was inducted into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame, and in 2017, a minor planet in the main asteroid belt was named after Lax. Now, after the family had to protest all these years, now she gets some recognition for the major contributions that her sales, her DNA. Understand this. Her DNA So when when we look at it And we talk about genetic testing And all of this Know that that is not new It's not new It's always been going on It's always been going on Just like the syphilis test For the Tuskegee Airmen You know it, It's always been going on It just was not made public And if the family had not been fighting For their rights all of these years it may not even be even have become public then, as much as we know now. So that's Miss Henrietta like struggle to get recognition for what their mother and grandmother contributed to the medical, um, to the medical field and science of cancer cells. Look it up for yourself and study. All
1: right? Yeah. Look it up for yourself and study, study it, y'all. You know that's the only way we we can um, only way we can better ourselves. Hey, doing the research ourselves. Um, if you're in the chat room, I put the, a link in the chat room where you go and find out more information on Miss um through the, uh, the biography.com. You know it's pretty good. Or you can go to the show's webpage www.ericmestalk.com and there's a video. It's about 53 minutes long. Um. Also explaining, uh, talking about Miss Lax. So, you know, but it's amazing, isn't it? How d- even then, uh, doctors were just—I'm not, yeah—violating your pro- our privacy because they didn't do it to everybody, you know. Just just those of color, you know. And even though you know it, it's a violation, it, it had good good. um, it ended up being a good thing, you know. It ended up being a good thing. I guess that's a good way of putting it. When you heard that P?
2: yeah, they did, because it actually ended <laughs> up happening a lot of people.
1: Mhm. Right. But so. But once again, that that that's something that you will not hear um, during a normal Black History Month because they don't want you to know that. Um, and, and teach your kids these these different facts that you as you learn different things. Teach your kids. And you'll be surprised how it you know. Just mention the name. Tell them go and look it up on the, their iPad or their laptop or even their iPhones. You know, a lot of them got iPhones now, uh, so forth and so on. You know, um, that's like Miss um, Claudette Colvin. You know, everybody. Um um, 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 um um what's the lady name? Sorry, Ms. Jackson. Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, um <laughs> that's the shame man. I had think of the song to remember her name. Rosa Parks was the first one to um get arrested for not um, going to the back of the bus. But Ms. Claudette Coven also was well, about what? Um some months earlier, a year or so earlier was also yeah. um for that. So you know, it, it's always uh, more to what history than what um, is being uh, advertised, I guess you can say, you know, beyond just the, the regulars that you hear about each February, and, and which is true. Each February, you hear the same people talk about the same people, rose apart, Martin Luther King Jr. Heck, you don't really hear too much about Malcolm X, because a lot of people consider him a militant, but Malcolm, you know, did some wonderful things as well as he went along his journey um him and Martin, you know, begin to see eye to eye on a lot of things. So um as as we technology as technology becomes um better, you know, our 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 knowledge should become better as well. Because it's out there for us to find. Nobody's really trying to hide it from us. So hey let's 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 do that. Alright? Thank you, Pete Outstanding, outstanding, Oh yeah. You know, come come Friday show, we're gonna talk about Robert Smalls. Robert Smalls, so y'all, and, and and um, uh, it's another guy I wanna talk to y'all about. I did a um, paper on him when I was in college that a lot of people don't know about. For North Carolina, AAC, we talk about him as well. Um, come Friday, all right. So, with that being done. We have all the good, goody, goodies done. All right, we got Sunday, quarter day, Black History Month done. So now it's time to get on with the juice of the show, because we have a lot to talk about. Hey, check this out, though. Um, I don't know how many of you have been paying attention, but have you noticed the last couple of days the stock market has been going the opposite direction? It's not going up anymore. It, it, it's, it, it's having a fight going on. You know, it's, it's beginning to go down a little bit, and it's quite interesting because it hasn't done that since 2016, I think. Yeah, when Britain decided to, to leave the European Union, you know that Brex, neck stuff. But yeah, so the stock market is is is. is um, not looking good at the moment. Put it that way. It's not looking good, and and it has a lot to do with the economy, um, and Wells Fargo. Y'all remember not too long ago Wells Fargo was was caught. A lot of the the people at Wells Fargo was caught uh, making up accounts from people's from people and, and stealing money out of accounts and everything. Well, this yeah. week they were. They had sanctions placed up against them, and that caused a lot of um, um, uncertainty in, in the stock market. And um, also, they, being that the economy is, quote, unquote, doing so well, now for those that's not you know really into economics, what you find is once the economy starts thriving or, or performing very well, there's always a chance of inflation coming in. You know, inflation is gonna come pretty much, but the, the the question is to what extent, and then that brings the Federal Reserve in. Okay, now for all y'all out there, all y'all out there enjoying all those great interest rates on your your your, your cards, your credit cards, and your uh, mortgage payments. When inflation go comes in, yeah, when inflation comes in, you know that that may cause the Federal Reserve to raise those interest rates, and that's never a good thing. That's never a good thing. But it's like a check and balance type system. So we we have to keep our eye on that. Um, but to keep it real simple, if you really want to know how well things are going, look at the gas prices.
4: Look yep. at the
1: gas prices. They'll tell you right there how well things are going. If you see the gas prices going up, that means the companies are making money. They're making money. Gas the Price of barrel of oil is pretty good. Now, when it was down below two dollars, that means the barrel of barrel of of oil, crude oil, was trading at like forty dollars a barrel, forty-five dollars a barrel, which is very low, very very low. That means it's a whole bunch of oil out there and just no place for it to go. So I'm just saying, although. You know the gas. A lot of gas companies out there are complaining about they lost money last year, so forth and so on. Which, you know, some of them did. But what they consider losing money to us is like, really? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. But you have to understand they do forecasts. Um, was for year six months out? Was well, year two years out? They do forecasts as to you know how they expect things to um, perform, but. The only problem is they have to take into account um, hurricanes, uh, accidents, and things like that. So just keep your eye on that. I just thought I'd bring that out there so, you know, because it's something that's happening right now, and you need to be aware of. You really do. <laughs> something else for you to go to look at. <laughs> Dang on it. All right. So so what are we going to talk about first, Pete? Let's, let's talk about this flag thing in St. Louis. It's an interesting thing happening on say in Saint Louis, y'all, on the first of February. First or second of February. I had written down somewhere. Um guess what? The Pan American flag, that's right. The Pan American, African American, the black flag were raised in city hall. In front of City Hall in Saint Louis. Saint Louis, Missouri. Saint Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, Missouri. Now and it's supposed to stay there for the duration of Black History Month. That's that's a nice thing. That's a nice thing. You know. Uh, however, there are those that are upset about it because you know, they say, "How can you raise that flag in such a a a a? But how did? What, what wording was it? Uh, racist." segregationist, state, city, what have you. Yeah. And then there was those others that were talking about, well, I hope they put it under the American flag and they just they just should take it down so forth and so on. Which is their right to say those things. Let's not forget that there has been a movement in this country to take down a lot of statues and flags that a lot of other people have felt, you know, was unnecessary. So don't think you not there's not gonna be backlash for raising that flag in, in St. Louis, Missouri. Let's, let's let's be clear about that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, let's be, you have to be clear about that, right? You the people taking down statues or, 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 or war heroes who they they really held you know in high esteem. So now you putting a, a a red, black, and green flag up there on the flagpole under the American flag too? Oh man, those cats! You know that that's it. it looks good, but it's, it's it's not um. It's just a symbol. That's all it is, y'all. It's just a symbol. It's not going to change anything. You know, it just looks good. And if you go uh, go to i um, Show's website, there's a video. With the you know people out there talking about it, so forth and so on, and it's interesting because one of the guys that's talking he has on one of those, I guess you call it Russian hats, and um, on it he has one of those sickle type of emblems, you know, like you see in Russia, what have you, and I found that very interesting as well as he's standing out there talking about, you know, how great it is. I'm like, dude, do you know what you have on your hat, really, really?
3: You know, and then they
1: have this other woman, other lady out there. I'm not gonna call her woman. Uh, made Coffee Wright, who's supposedly running for Senate, the U.S. Senate, and you know, she's trying to get her political, uh, messages in at the same time. It's a very interesting article and um, um video. So if you have a chance, go ahead and check it out. Uh, and you get your own um <laughs> your own. <laughs> old uh, perception of what, what this thing is all about. Uh yeah. But how many of y'all know what the colors of that of that flag stand for, anyway? You know. How many of y'all even knew that there was a black flag, quote unquote black flag, African American flag, Afro American flag, however you wanna name it. You know how many of y'all knew that, that was even out there? Probably not many of you, huh? I know. I know, don't feel bad, you're not by yourself You're not by yourself um, The red on the flag stands for the blood That unites all people of black African ancestry And shed for liberation Now see that, that's, mm, I'm not going to go there Green, I'm sorry, the black This is for black people who existence As a nation Through not a nation state Firm by the existence Of the flag Okay, now these are definitions that are out that man green the abundant natural wealth of Africa that we know of being mm-hmm. raped on a daily basis. <laughs> we know that's happening, right? Um, yeah, and this flag first started with uh, Marcus Garvey and the yep. Universal Negro Improvement Association, yep. okay, and the African Community League. So, and of course, as I said, over the years it has been given, given many different names and used. Use um, For this and that But That is supposed yeah. to be the black The black flag okay? yeah. The black yeah. American flag or The black African flag However you want to um, State it Okay so We know that's one flying right now In St. Louis City Hall Under the American flag Go ahead Pete
2: Yeah, and if they don't want to read, they can just listen to the song by Steel Pulse called Rally Round the Flag. It'll explain in detail what the flag stands for. Oh, I never heard of that
1: one. What's the name of that song?
2: Rally Round the Flag by the reggae band Steel Pulse. Oh.
1: Yeah, reggae, baby. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to say that about reggae. Rally around yes. the flag. I got to check that
2: out. Mm. you learn, a lot. You'll learn a lot. You'll learn a lot. you learn a lot. It, it's, it's, huh? they they, it's a reason why they call their music Roots and Culture, you know. You, you'll learn mm-hmm. a lot listening to it because it, 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 it's not only – um Psalms and, and, and Proverbs but there's that they're singing about but they're singing about the love for the land. They're singing about black history. You know. And mm. you really have to you really have to catch it to understand it. And you, you will learn mm-hmm. a, a a lot of your, your history that nobody is, is talking about, but they are. You know, so mm. it, it's in there. it's it, it's it's there. You just have to do the research and understand, you know, it's just not a music, but it's a culture.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay. All
1: right. So I guess the question is, we don't have to be smoking no ganja to understand it, though, right?
4: No,
2: you don't.
1: Dang, it Uh <laughs> well, You know, I'm all, I'm all for, I'm all for medical marijuana, y'all, y'all. If y'all haven't figured that out by now, yeah, I'm all for the medical marijuana stuff. You know why? Because it's good for you. And uh, veterans need it. <laughs> we veterans need it. You know, we live in some states where, um, you know, it's not legal yet. But it's interesting. Somebody told me that there's a difference between the oil and uh, and the actual seed itself. So I might look into that. But anyway, before I I, I get lost into to, to that conversation, let's move on. Let's talk about Baltimore, y'all. How many of you are aware that there was a ceasefire? In Baltimore this, this weekend, a 72-hour ceasefire, 72 hours. That's what, one, two, three, four days, four days, right, four days? Three. Three days? Three. All right, three days. Three let's days. Let's make it four. Yeah, three-day okay. ceasefire. <laughs> I mean, let's make it all 365 days if we could. But we know that's not going to happen And this is the third one Third one this year I mean not this year Third one they've had The first one of this this year And because everybody keeps talking about uh, uh, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago However, Baltimore has has just been having Problems with crime, y'all Just problems with crime And not just from uh, um, Those that live on the streets Or in the the city You actually have uh, Officers, police officers That were part of a special Special unit And they were um, caught uh, They're on trial now for corruption as well So It, it, it is just crazy um, What last year Baltimore had the highest rate Per capita of homicides 341 341 And that was the third year in a row that they topped over three hundred. Three hundred homicides. Now me and Pete we figured out to about three. Yeah, about three per day a week. How did we figure that out?
2: Yeah, it's about three per day.
1: Yeah, Yeah. three per day. Three deaths per day. You know, that 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 is a lot. We talking about deaths. You know, dying, not natural causes either. <laughs> you know, one killing another. So that was a lot. Um, so far this year, they've only had 26, which is down six from the 32 that recorded the same time last year. So hopefully with, with, with the ceasefires, because they just not have a ceasefire. You know, they have a uh, you know, uh, sporting contests. Uh, marches, things of that nature, to 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 make the, the community aware and hopefully change the tide of the killings that's going on in Baltimore. Yeah, in Baltimore. So, yeah, let's let's hope this ceasefire is not only just seventy-two hours. You know, it can go for maybe two weeks, you know, a month. You will slow down just a little bit. We know it's not going to um, just be eliminated completely that that'd be just too much like right <laughs> in today's world you know, that's just too much like right especially when you have uh, uh corrupt officers out there planting drugs and uh, uh selling to drug dealers and robbing oh man it's, it's a mess in baltimore right now so hopefully this is a good step you know they have more going on um it was the members of members of the elite Baltimore police unit that, that there a lot of them on trial now, and they're accused of robberies, extortion, falsifying evidence, reselling seized drugs, and defrauding their department with bogus overtime claims. You know that's crazy. And two of the eight two of the eight task force members that were arrested was tasked with getting illegal guns off the street. All right. And this is in Baltimore where the city is it's just, you know, riddled with crime. And, you know, now you got these cops that were supposed to be getting these illegal guns off the street, but instead they was taking them and making money off of them. <laughs> ah, making money off of them. You know, drugs. You know, one guy said he, he was so good at what he was doing. He had big-time drug connections in Columbia. And uh, what else, P? I I thought we were reading that yesterday. Um, he uh, trust me. He had some big time connections, not just here in the United States. Okay, <laughs> you know, had a had a a a a, a, a what they call a, a house A shed in the back of his yard when would they be filled, they're filling up with kilos of drugs, kilos of drugs. One company yep. he made like five hundred thousand dollars. Five hundred thousand dollars. Now these are the individuals that's supposed to pre- serve and protect. Right? Right? I know. I know. I know there's are they're, all of them are bad. I understand that. I understand all of them are bad. However, however, there's enough of these individuals individuals like that out there that causes uh, uh puts a black eye on the, the good ones. Now, the question is, how many good ones actually knew this was going on and, and did nothing? See, that's part of the story that we will never know. We won't know that. But I, I'm sure you have to look at and, and say, hmm, hmm, I wonder who knew. I mean, think about it. You you, you see a guy, he rides around in a big car. You make over to his house. he, he living lavishly, and you're looking at him like, okay, you making about the same thing I'm making. We came on the force together. You know, what's wrong with this? <laughs> you know, what's wrong with this picture? You know, I but know the you other special task uh, Go ahead.
2: The other thing, too, and that was that they just didn't keep it in Baltimore because they had connections in Philadelphia in which they were having other officers to sell heroin in Philadelphia, and that officer is also being indicted in this. Even though he's a people, hmm. uh, police officer player in Philadelphia, and that's in Pennsylvania, as we all know, so, so they just didn't limit it to the little small area of Baltimore. You know, they were stretching out. You know,
1: good point. I, I'm glad you brought that out because I, I did forget about that.
2: <clears throat> yeah, so. they wasn't just they now. just wasn't keeping it there, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and they were selling good.
2: cocaine and and they were selling cocaine and, and heroin that was seized.
3: Yeah.
2: And then, right. and, then shipping it, and then shipping it, you know, to their little cohort. So they actually, you know, this little task force actually had their own little specialized task force to redistribute the drug, you know. Mm. So you can't <laughs> say they didn't share the wealth.
1: No, they didn't share the wealth. They didn't share the wealth. <laughs>
2: And I that's that's just the ones that they know about, because one officer said he ain't talking right. he ain't telling nothing. It's only four of them that is actually gonna turn state's evidence. Um right. said, I ain't telling nothing. You know, so
1: Right. And and me and you agree. Usually when they get to that point to where I'm not saying nothing, they they already know they take you care of. <laughs> you yeah. know. Hey, you just go down you go down for the team. We got you. You know, don't don't worry about it. We got you. We got your family. You know, just gonna take this one for the for the team. <laughs> you know. Now, the question is, are they alone? Were, was that it? Was that the network? Heck, no. That wasn't the network. You know, would they ever find get to the real real kingpin of the network? Probably not. But in a city such as Baltimore that is having so much problems with homicides and, and things of that nature, killing,
3: you know, and, and
1: a lot of majority of them are in the low-income areas, carjackings and things like that. And let's just really think about this. You know, when you got corrupt cops out there, man, that, that just makes it even worse. Imagine these cats being called on the a, on a scene of something, and they're, on, they're there first. No telling how things turned out. You understand what I'm saying? No telling how things turned out. So hmm, it's interesting, very interesting. We'll see what's what's going on with that. Uh, You know, because this is just—I think it's just the 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 beginning. That even though they have these guys on trial, um, it's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. There's there's more to come. I'm sure. So, if you're in Baltimore, y'all, y'all know what's going on out there. You know, you want to give us a hit and let us know how things are, how the ceasefire went this weekend, 347-838-8622 8, 8, 8, 2, 2, or you know, shoot us an email, all right? All right, so we're going to move on from that, and let's talk about this thing called this this Spicer Memo. So, <clears throat> um, I know it's been a lot, a lot of talk about this Pfizer memo thing, and I've read it. You know what's out there. I haven't read the Democrats' version because they haven't released it yet. It's only um, available to the members of Congress right now, so they can read it. But the the the, the, the one that has been released, as far as the Republicans. And you know, they all up in arms about this, and you know, all how you surveil a, 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 a American citizen and you use you told a lie to get the warrant. What is the title of the show, y'all? Just a waste of energy. And basically that's what this is. That's what it is, a waste of energy. A waste of energy. You got um, a guy named Carl you got Steele. These names have been mentioned before. Hillary Clinton. That name has been mentioned before. Comey. You know, all this stuff, there's nothing new. It's not new. Why are they putting so much energy into uh, um, trying to make someone believe that, oh, this is what, let's be honest. Mr. Smith has been spying on American citizens for decades. This is not anything new. It's not new. When you're having your phone conversations with, with, with certain people, you say certain words, key words. They own you, too. Me, too. You, you, you have to be aware of that. I'm going to tell you a good movie that really, really illustrates how deep this thing can get is called Enemy of the State. Enemy of the state Check it out It's, it's with Will Smith And uh, I forgot the white guy He's a good actor though But check it out And it, and once you watch this You would just shake your head Because that's Basically this is what, what they're talking about You know Tapping phone lines You know surveillance Why is this such a big move It's a waste of energy if they took, you know what, and here's 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 my thing with this. If they took at least half of the energy they are spending on trying to prove that there is no Russian collusion or there is Russian collusion and put it toward this budget um, issue that they keep having, we would have a budget already. We would have a budget already. But no, we have to continue to be dis- uh, throwing distractions like this crap here called fights memo. That they build up, build up, build up. And it's nothing new. It's nothing new. Carter Page. Really? a low level employee uh wannabe spy. Pretty much. Um steel or the steel dossier. Uh, what is so important about that Not a dang on thing Nothing Nothing Christopher Steele Yeah Christopher Steele An FBI source who was paid By the Democratic National Committee And the Clinton campaign Through a law firm obtain derogatory information On Donald Trump's ties to Russia You know Really Really is, is it really Is it really really that important Is it really that important Have we Have we been told anything new Through this Spicer memo Heck no It's recycled names Recycle claims That really means nothing. It means nothing. Of course, you know, you have those that's caught up in the partisan political game. You know, if you're a Republican, oh, see, here's proof. The Democrats, the Democrats are, oh, man, they're just trying to find something. And in actuality, it's just a waste of energy. That's what it is, a waste of energy. The same mess that they keep talking about over and over and over and over again. So, the, the Democrats are supposed to come out with one. The Republicans' ones end up being four to six pages. The Democrats were supposed to be ten pages. They're supposed to be included things that were taken out of this one. Is it going to change the perception? Really, is it going to change the perception? No, because the programming is already set in. It's already set in. Let's take that energy and put it toward a budget. Let's take that energy and put it toward <clears throat> doing what the people let you there to, to do. Not play, play the blame game with everybody. Why? Me you and everybody, we could care less. We're really good. We could care less. We could care less. We know there's surveillance. We know it's been going on for decades. This is nothing new. We know there's corruption in the top of the, the, the government. We know this. Oh, excuse me. So what is what is so special about this Pfizer thing? It's not a dang-on thing. Dang-on thing. And if... if, if, if If the American sheeple would really, really, really wake up and see it for what it is, they'd get away from all that programming uh, crap. They really would. No, I read that thing twice. Okay, maybe I missed something. Maybe I missed something. No, I didn't miss anything. I didn't miss anything. How come we haven't heard uh, um, how, how the president refused to go ahead and, and, and sign papers to put sanctions against Russia, even though Congress, Congress actually did something together, voted five seventeen to five, five seventeen to five, to implement to implement these sanctions. Did it happen? Heck, no, it didn't happen. Nobody's gonna talk about that. Nobody's gonna talk about. In three days, we got another. We may be facing another government shutdown. Nobody wants to talk about that. in in, in what? What is February? In nine months, you got a midterm election coming up. Nobody wants to talk about that. In a lot of actually, in a lot of cities and states right now. They, they got primaries coming up next month. You don't hear nobody trying to get anybody registered to vote, do you? No, no. You're not hearing none of that. But they keep you keep you occupied because they want you to just go on and, and go with the flow. Keep talking about this crazy behind memo that really means nothing. A waste of freaking energy. That's basically what it is. And that's why I chose to. Um, that's why I chose the title of the show. Just a waste of energy. We haven't learned anything new. No. Oh, how can the FBI surveil uh American citizen? Really? Really? Think about Martin Luther King Jr. Think about um 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 uh, Malcolm X. No, think, just think about all those, and that's just the ones you know that were actually put out there. Shoot, Kennedy, Nixon. You know? the um, what's that guy's name? Um, 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 he, 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 um, helped organize the Washington March with Martin Luther King Jr. So it's not like this is new. It's not like it's new, y'all. They want you to think it's new, and it's something, you know, that is despicable, what have you. We already know there's a place out in the Nevada desert, a facility, and that's all they do. We know this. Why you think so many satellites up in, in space? I'm telling you, watch the movie "Enemy of the State," and you will be—your eyes will be open. Put it that way. Your eyes will be open. What you think, P? Am I am I off base with this
4: one?
3: Now you're
1: right on target.
2: Now you're definitely right on target. You know there always has to be a smoke screen to 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 distract the American people from what's really going on.
4: See, mm. and
2: then when things hit them out of the blue, you know, like, well, I never saw that coming. They never meant for you to see it coming. They, they never meant for you to see it coming. So you got to look behind the scenes and see what's the real motivation behind, you know, why you want to put this out here now. Why is it so important now? The fact is it's really not, it's really not important but what are you doing that you really know that we wouldn't approve of that you're trying to get across now?
1: Hmm. <laughs> now, that is the question right there. Well, that is the question. And you know what? It's amazing, though. It really is. When you say, um, you know, what are you getting trying to get across that, that we wouldn't approve of, because the American the American people are are very interesting to say the least, because once their mind is made up about something, they're gonna stick with it. Whether they're right or wrong. You know, whether they're right, right or wrong. They're gonna right stick with it. it because that because that's who they believe in and that you know, the blinders are on and that's the way it's gonna stay. You know. And it's part of it's part of the programming, or conditioning, however you want to look at it. <laughs> it is, it is, and that's why I'm always saying, let's get away from that. Let's move from that. Let's move from that, because I truly believe once you get away from that, your eyes once eyes are begin begin to open you would be like, oh, man, I've been being duped all these years, all of these years, over this nonsense, nonsense. <laughs> oh, you know, uh, I mean, let's be honest. What names are it during this, this memo that we haven't heard before? Carter Page, Christopher Steele of Steele Dossier, um, George Papadopoulos. You know, Pete Strozak and his little mistress, Lisa Page. Clinton, the DNC. It's the same names over and over again. The Department of Justice, the FBI. The it's, really? the same name,
3: it's
2: the same names that they want you to know about, not the ones that really count.
1: Right, right, right. You know, and, and you just, you just, if you fall for it, it it's a scary thing. <laughs> if you fall for it, it's a scary thing. It really is. Because then you you washed up in, in, in the what they call the riptide. You know how, being from the beach, you know what a riptide is. You know, that, that grabs you underneath and just swoops you out before you even know what happens. <laughs> you know, you out in the middle of the ocean, struggling for life. Before you drown, and pretty much that's where the American people are today. That's exactly getting caught up in the riptide, getting caught up in the. But there's also some of us out there that are aware of the riptide, and we take our precautions to stay away from that. We really do. But in all reality, y'all, this this thing about surveillance of American citizens and so forth, this is nothing new. This is nothing new. Nothing new. It's the same as um um surveillance you know kings and queens of other countries. It's the same as uh 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 meddling in other people's elections. It's nothing new. It's been going on for years, decades. Now you know I heard I heard of one one um show host National show hosts say, well, you know, uh, you know, it's a good thing that this is being brought forth now Because it's time that it's known Okay, it's um, always been known It has always been known it, it's, it, it's not new That's all I'm trying to say, it's not new It's been known But the interesting part is, it, it, it's one of those where the uh, American citizen picks and chooses who to believe and who not to believe. That's what happens. That's it. That's that's what happens. Yeah, now, are we going to sit here and say uh, Barack Obama administration didn't surveil or, or, or keep tabs on somebody? If you're saying that, you know, I got some land down in Russia I'll sell you. Because you can guarantee be guaranteed. It happens. It happened. and it's going to continue to happen. You know, the only difference it is right now is you have somebody in the White House that, uh, 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 uh how can I put it? Like we said when he was running for for the, for the presidency, he know where all the dead bodies are. You want to know why? Cause he helped put some of them there. The same people he's going after. The Clintons are is the same ones that he gave political donations to, the same ones he partied with, and probably still are partying with. I mean, really? He's a businessman. You think he don't have uh, uh, buildings and things in other countries? Come on. Whether they bankrupt or, or, or whatever, you see. You have to look at the whole thing. Don't just look at what what's being fed to you on a spoon. Because I'm sure they got some poison in it somewhere. You know, don't do that. You no, know, he it, look, he's not this upright guy that everybody wants you to believe. I don't care if you do have uh, uh, Daryl Scott, this so-called menace, black minister, Who stands up and defends him He by the crooked as the rest of them He is You know and the more I I look at what's going on He's probably the reason why Omaroso had to leave Because he's so far Donald Trump's behind right now There's no room for any other black folk I shouldn't say it like that But I'm going to put it out there like that Because he has the an organization, and they're they're running a, a special a reelection fund for Donald Trump, and he happens to be the CEO of this organization. <laughs> Duh! You, you, you see what I'm talking about? It's a big game, man. It's a big game. It's a big game. Now. What can you do about it Not a dang on thing Because we don't have any juice to do anything about it Enjoy the ride <laughs> Pretty much is what the Enjoy the ride Enjoy the ride We don't control any spy satellites We don't control any spy agencies We don't have any money enough To hang the hobnob with them Right yeah. Just enjoy the ride And make sure you protected yourself and your family From what's headed this way Headed your way That's all we can do That's all we can do You know And and stop getting in these these Facebook Fights with these folks When they put certain things up You've been friends with these people Long enough to know How they think And what they're going to put out there You know, you can't, everyone is not, and I hate to put it this way, but I'm going to put it this way. Everybody is not able to have a decent conversation without letting feelings and things get become involved. Okay? Some of people just aren't built that way. They haven't been taught that. And some of them just don't want to do that. No, stop, stop, you know, falling for all this okie doke stuff, man You know Because the bottom line when, when it all said and done Everybody going to have to answer to one person The most high <laughs> Let's be honest That's the way it's going to be So you live your life the best you can According to His law, not not this craziness going on, because this ain't made for us. I keep telling you that this is not made for us at all. We just pawns on a big chess board that just happened to, you know, uh, be relocated to this this environment. Oh, I like the way I said that. (laughs) Go ahead, team. You can take from here. I think I
4: may be getting a little too philosophical to hold for them now.
2: Go ahead. And hey, you know, I don't too much do you no know, comment on what the government do. Don't think I say, yeah, you better learn how to live above this one world system. You know, and, and like you said, understand that it's not for us, you know. You know, these things are only temporary. We need to set our sights on things higher than this. But while we're here, you know, do our best to get what we need to get and and to do what we need to do, regardless of the laws that are enacted. And, you know, we, we, we got to trust God in order to do those things. And I know it's not a popular subject for people to say these days because everybody got their own version and their own beliefs, and that's all well and fine. But I can only, you know, I can only go with what works for me. I can't tell you what's going to work for you. You trust in them and you do what you do. But I refuse to get caught up in the political games that they play you know, without knowing a way of escape, you know. So, I mean, so you know what's coming at you, even when they're not saying, you know. You you have to have somebody who you can hear, like, you know, like the quote says, you have to have somebody who you can hear so you don't get caught up, you know, and, and when calamity comes. You already prepared. You already know what's going down, you know. So we we have to understand that because, believe you me, they're pressing forward with their agenda, and they already know what they're going to put out there. They already know when the next epidemic is going to happen, when the next major storm is going to happen. They already know these things. So it would behoove us to have someone in our corner who can warn us of these things. So, yeah, you know, so I don't really, you know,
1: hey, that's them.
2: That's, That's their game that they're playing, and you have to realize that that's exactly what it is. It's a game. It's a game. You know, so um, we we have to under, we have to understand that, and not and and choose then choose to not get caught up. Like you said, you know, you already know what your friend's stance was um, before you even said anything. You know, you know what their political views are. So why lose a friendship with something that's only temporary? Why argue with somebody? about who they voted for or how they voted or who they're standing by because you don't want to agree with that person that this has been your, your friend, your lifelong friend, and just because they vote one way or they believe one way and you don't, okay, if you're friends, you're friends, and if you're not, you're not. Hey, we, we, we have to understand that. We have to understand that, you know, so, yeah, that's, that's, just, what, <laughs> that's just my take on that. You know, like I said, I really don't. Um, I really don't get get into a uh, uh, a lot of that right now because it's to me, um, it's pointless. It's pointless. It really is. It really is. But another fad in in, in that that's going on now, um. And we really need to understand how, you know, fellas now, you know, the difference the difference is Oh, <laughs> um, excuse me. Back in November we know that they had a uh, the um uh, the National Conference of State legislators had a conference on um and, and, and their right to vote and and restoring their rights or, or or what they could or couldn't do. And basically what they did was pretty much left it up to the state. So in every state it, 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 it's it's kind of different. Um you know, we know that, you know, in, in the United States it's been a common practice, you know, to make in, in um uh, felons ineligible and eligible eligible, to vote, and in some cases, um, permanently, that in some states, you know, they will never have a right to vote. However, we know over the last, you know, two two decades, the last few years, the general twin has been, you know, been toward reinstating, you know, their right to vote at some point in time. Now, they made this um, a state-by-state policy. Okay, so it's up to determine if and when um, they can get their right to vote now um um uh, in in a couple of states, two of them in in fact, which is was a surprise to me in Maine and Vermont um felons never lose their right to vote. Even while they're incarcerated. So if you live in Maine and you're in Vermont, you're incarcerated, you still have the right to vote. You know, um, in another 14 states and the District of Columbia, you know, felons lose their right. You know, they lose their right to vote only during the time that they are incarcerated. Once they get out, their voting rights are restored. So it really depends on where on where you live at. However, in a, in another in another 22 states you know, felon lose their voting rights during incarceration and then for a period of time after, you know, it, that's, and that period of time usually constitutes the time while they are on parole or while they are on probation, you know, and then voting rights are automatically restored after they are uh, off of their parole time or off their probation time. However, in another 12 other states, they lose their voting rights indefinitely and for some crimes you know, it, it requires a governor's pardon in order for their voting rights to be restored. You know, or they face an additional waiting period uh, after completion of their sentence, after the completion of the the parole and, and and probation before their voting rights are restored. But it's still up to the state, and then they have to go through all of these steps in order to 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 get them back. Now, now that's the demographics for you know, getting their voting rights reinstated. And every single state, you know, that was just a breakdown of the different states, you know, of how many does what and the and, and the and the various ways that, you know, the various laws that have been enacted in, in each state, the rules that apply to them, you know, for for, you know, reinstating their voting rights. You know, and you and you just have to you you just have to be aware of what's available in your state, you know. Um, and I mean, you know, so you just have to do the research. You have to do the research. Now, does that make it fair? Are they still citizens of the United States? Yeah, they are. They just don't have a right to vote, except for, again, Vermont and Maine. They don't lose their rights. But every other state has a variation from the time you are incarcerated or when your parole ends or in another 14 states, uh, not at all. you got to petition for it. But then, again, you know, we got to look at who are the most incarcerated people, you know. And just like with the election in Alabama, you know, they were saying the black vote, the black vote, the black vote. So then... Who says to lose with all of these diverse laws in each state for the most part? I'm not saying it's just only us, you know. But the disparity that you see is alarming. And we, ha- we, we have to be aware of that. It, it's not just laws to be enacted. These are laws of oppression, and you have to understand that. What you got, Mr. Talk? what you got all that,
4: you know? <laughs> what do I, I have? On that. Wow. I know you're
1: gonna tell
4: <laughs> You know,
1: when, when you talk about villains and this this goes back to uh it goes back through oh man, it goes way, way back. See, so, you know, when you when you start talking about um disenfranchising uh this goes way back, man. I mean, even to back to the Greek days and what have you. Um,
4: mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and you would think as as society has "quote unquote" progress, you know, there'll be some. Uh, someone would take a look at this and say, "Well, you know, uh, all these 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 so-called felons, quote unquote felons." Um, are, are are have their crimes been that serious to where you take away something that is supposed to be a right? You know, which is voting. You know, I understand a lot of people say, well, they're convicted felons, of course they commit. But what was the crime that was committed? What was the crime that was committed? And then as mm-hmm. you mentioned before, let's take a let's take a look at um um the, the, the numbers of incarcerated mm-hmm. individuals. You know, and if you take and, and and put that together, it's like a puzzle almost. You know, you take and you put um, voting disenfranchisement, you know, with the number of incarcerated, uh, of, you know, the ethnicities that's incarcerated, with the way the political system gerrymanders or changes districts to, to suit um, their their political needs. You know, it's a big puzzle. It's a big puzzle that comes together that shows, look, if we can keep these individuals from coming together, we can control anything we want to because, you know, the voice isn't there. The voice is not there. Um, You know, and I, I, I truly believe that all these so-called felons aren't, how can I put this? You know, some of them have, have, some what they call feelings are so minor, pretty much, you know, to why have you taken, taken their, their voting rights away? You know, that that should be, a, 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 I mean, if you think about, <laughs> you think about some of the things these politicians have done, they don't take away their, their voting rights, and they're committed some heinous, heinous crimes, as, as this guy once said in a movie, heinous crimes. They still get the, the, the um, vote, so why not? I think it's something that needs to be looked at. Um, not, and I think it should get away from just having each state do it. I think it should be uh, a natural national debate on this thing. I really do, because you take states like Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee, you know those states right there, Mississippi, you know where we know disenfranchisement was. was you know, being practiced way before any time today, and a lot of those laws are still on still on the books, and they are, uh, you know, they are practiced. Yeah, these, you know, these because these why? Huh? The, Go ahead.
5: the states
2: the ones that are lost until completion of the sentence you know, or, or post-sentence did have a waiting period or additional action is required for rest, yeah, or, you know, like you said, Kentucky, Mississippi is one of them, but it's also Alabama, Arizona, Delaware, of course we know Florida, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Nebraska, Nevada, Tennessee, Virginia, and Wyoming. Mm-hmm. So, so even when they finish their sentence, even when their parole and probation is over. They still have an additional waiting period. They still have to petition to get their voting rights back and then wait on somebody to decide or get a gu- gubernatorial pardon in order to have their voting rights restored if they decide to restore
3: hmm. See.
2: You know, now the other states, they're either lost until completion of the sentence, you know, and then they're automatically restored afterwards, or either, you know, they're only lost while they're incarcerated, you know, and, and once they're released, you know, they just have to go and get their voting card uh, again, but th- these states are the ones that are you know, are 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 the most hard that you know to 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 get your voting right, to get your voting uh, rights restored. The most difficult right. for you to get it restored. And I wonder, you know, in just looking at this, um, uh, what what are the racial disparities for the prison population in these in these states?
4: Hmm. You know,
2: that would be interesting to look at. You know. To, to, to see
3: you
1: know and, and here here's, here's another here here's another piece of it I think that a lot of a lot of individuals don't pay attention to is um and I hate to say it like this, but it, it, it pans out to be true for the most part um a lot of these states that have reviewed it within the last few years, you know um such as Florida. Uh, South Dakota. Iowa they have Republican governors. Republican governors. You know, so not only are they, are they playing the, the 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 political game outside, they playing it with the with 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 the lives of of, of, of you know other individuals as well. You know, and not only did, did some of them have rights, but then these governors get in the office and rescind these laws and say nope you no longer can vote once you get out. We don't want you to vote. Why not? Why not? Would that turn the tide? Maybe. Maybe not. But should, should these individuals be given a chance? If they've done their time, as they like to say, if they've they, they, you know paid their debt to society, why not give them their right to vote back? What Whoa. is wrong with that? You know, besides a political. Uh, a political game that that is always being played with the you know between that and redistricting of of, of you know um, voting districts and things like that it's, it's cuckoo. Cool. Now let let's be honest, y'all. I, I'm not being a hypocrite. I know I say you know nationally the voting you know when you get to to the presidency you know voting don't count and it doesn't our votes don't really count. They tell you that. But when you start talking on a local level. It, it counts a whole lot, you know. Now, let let's be honest. A lot of these individuals that end up in the Senate, they start out locally, and local politicians. They start out local politicians, and and, and gradually climb the stairs or, or the ladder up until they get up into you know the 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 big Senate or what have you. So, and I've always said, locally, yeah, we can control what happens locally. That's why it's so much it's so much effort and energy placed in redistricting, the, the, you know, different areas of, of a state. You know, as I drive through my, my little city, you know, I look at these signs that be on, you know, people running for office, you know, um, running for county judge, veteran, Republican. As I say, stop, take all that off of there. Take the Republican part off of there. Take the Democrat part off of there. Whatever party you take, all that off of there. and let's have some 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 old time um, what what do you barnstorming uh, or we, you know where all the candidates get together and we have a, a good old or a, a questioning session. Let's do that and make your decision that way. You know, I, that, that that's my thought on this anyway, locally. You know, I think I think you you will see a, a big difference in who's elected and who's not. But as long as we we continue to allow this this um party this party politics, yeah, we we'll never um achieve anything worth worth bragging about. You're bragging about it. you know <laughs> You know and it's interesting because it's just not happening here in the United States. It's, it's happening all across the world. You no, know, in fact, Israel just issued, um, uh, man, a whole bunch of, of African, African refugees. they um, get out of town notice. I guess you can say they get, they need to go back to their country now. You know, because and. The most of them are from the the, the African um, country at e Eriti or something like that. Yeah. You know, so that that goes to show it's just not here in, in, in the United States. Israel. Oh, Israel is one of our biggest allies, let everybody tell you, right? Great Britain the same way. You know, so it's just not... Um, it's just not here. It's just not here. It, it, it's a global thing. But as far as you know, the minor felons coming out, yeah. What about the felons that come out there with that? that and, and there has been a whole bunch of um, cases that have been overturned for corrupt cops. You know, uh, false imprisonment. Do they get their voting rights back? No. Why? Because they're, quote-unquote, a convicted felon. They still have that felony. That basically it takes an act of Congress to get off your record, expunge it off your record. Why? Even though it has come out that they really did commit that crime. What about those individuals? Don't you think they deserve to have their voting rights back? Ah. <laughs> uh. Quite, 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 quite interesting. And, and this is a debate that probably can go on for years and years and years and years. You know, with a lot of individuals saying, nope, they're convicted, they're criminal, and then that's it. But that's not right. That's not right. You have criminals sitting up there in, in, in some of the highest chairs in this, in this government, and they don't go anywhere. They get to retire. They get to retire. Or better yet, they get to retire from, from what they were, um, the, the, the place they did their crime at, just to go and work in the White House somewhere. And still be an advisor.
4: <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, y'all see, see, see the discrepancy in this side? <laughs> you know, like, um, Sheriff, the sheriff down in um Arizona. He got pardoned before he even got a Senate. <laughs> Ain't that something? I bet they take his voting right away. In fact, he's running for US Senate now. Really? Really? I don't hear no hoop paused out that you know this is this once again is it's just a sign of the biasness that that, that forget the bias the hypocrisy that this country ha- has been living by for a long time, a very, very long time. Now, will it ever change in our lifetime? Probably not. Is it a chance that our children children, would be able to change it? Maybe. But that can only happen if we educate them, help them understand what, what's really going on. You no? Know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe, maybe we we should um uh, do like some of the 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 Moorish individuals in this country doing now. Let's just get our own little place in this country and just go that way, like like the Native Americans. You know, just get on a. <laughs> I ain't gonna say a place, a reservation. Get our own little reservation. <laughs> you think that would work out for us? Heck no you know why I wouldn't because we too busy fighting each other, <laughs> that's why it wouldn't work. <laughs> oh, that's why it wouldn't work. I don't know I don't know P, you think you got you want to add to it?
2: No, I ain't got nothing else to add to it. Oh yes, I do um um when we were talking about uh what it takes to get the um uh, get your uh voting rights real estate here in Florida. Um, it says mm-hmm. that uh, upon the conviction of a felony, the civil rights of the person that is convicted is suspended in Florida until such rights are, rest- are restored by a full pardon or a conditional pardon or restoration of civil rights by the governor. The executive <laughs> presidency board sets the rules of restoration of civil rights. Which includes a five to seven year waiting period. This is the waiting period that I was telling you about that some states had. But so Florida has a five to seven year waiting period, dependent on the seriousness of the offense. There is also a list of crimes for which an individual may never apply for right restoration.
1: Does it give a list of, of the, 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 the crimes?
2: it doesn't here i guess suppose we can look it up it just says that there is a list of crimes for which individuals may never apply for rights restoration same thing in alabama it says a crime of moral turpitude whatever that is is permanently is is is, is, is permanently disin, is a permanently disenfranchising crime in alabama constitution now before 2017 that didn't exist but now it does so whatever moral moral turpitude is, uh it it, it disqualifies a person from voting in twenty seventeen and for
1: it. Like and a, little then they boy, have, a little girl. They have a, yeah, I guess. Mm hmm. Yeah. 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 But then
2: again
4: it depends
1: on who the individual is, right? Yeah. yeah of
5: course it does. Probably. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Oh, moral turpitude! You I heard that. Yeah. The first time I heard that word was in the movie Porky's. <laughs> yeah, I had to watch it to understand. But like, yeah, you know, and, and when you just yeah. said, yeah,
2: huh? Um, in Alabama, I mean, in um Arizona, you know, uh, um, they, you know, it it suspends their their rights to vote. Unless they have been restored um, to civil rights by the court. Now, first time offenders, they can have their rights restored on completion of probation and payment, any fine or restitution. Now, a person that has been convicted of two or more felonies, uh, they may have civil rights restored by the judge who discharges. Let's see, who discharges him at the end of the term of probation or by applying to the court for restoration of rights. So the judge has to restore them or they have to apply. Now Delaware, oh, they they, exactly. Now Delaware, they spell that out. They say anybody who has been convicted of murder, bribery, sexual offenses are permanently disenfranchised. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. They
2: are <laughs> permanent. Yeah. Murder, bribery, or sexual offense are permanently disenfranchised. Those disqualified mm. as a voter because of another type of felony shall have the disqualification mm. removed upon being pardoned or after the expiration of the Senate, whichever comes. Right. Delaware has uh-huh. removed it. Yeah, Delaware removed this five-year waiting period, allowing those convicted of non-disqualified offenses to vote upon completion of sentence and supervision. So Delaware actually likened their their disqualifications for um, for felon. So they don't have a five-year waiting period anymore after their after they finish their um, their sentence and parole and felony or whatever. But those for those specific crimes are permanently they'll never get to vote. They were never yeah. difficult. Wow, that, that <laughs> and
5: that is that
1: that 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 is it right there. Let me bring Christine yeah. Goni yeah. in. I see she has something she want to add to the conversation. All yeah. right, welcome to the show, Goni. How have you been? Hey, I've been doing good. And how about yourself? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for
0: asking. Good. How you doing, T. Ross?
1: I'm doing great. Christine Goni, how are you?
0: I'm all right. I, I, you guys have touched on some interesting topics today. Hell yeah. And I just wanted to ask uh, Mr. Talk was saying uh, that, you know, we weren't going to uh, uh, be able to go off someplace by ourselves because we fight too much. But he made me think about something, you know. I've been recently looking at our situation from the perspective of an abusive relationship. And you know abusive relationships There's usually a lot of conflict going on Right
4: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right.
0: So maybe when you get away from the Abusive relationship and get off To yourself then you can find Some peace and then you don't Have to fight so much with each other What do you think
1: Hmm That has po- uh, possibilities that really
0: Because um... I think I think that you know when we when we when we when we look at it from the perspective of all of the crime, which usually doesn't get discussed from the perspective of what's causing the crime, and what's causing the crime is injustice in many cases, uh, unfair, unequal distribution of resources and so forth, and education and all that kind of thing, which is you know is at the root. I think of the criminal behavior, Um, you know, and then we kind of look back at ourselves and say, shake our heads, you know, oh my God, we just can't get it together. We just fight each other all the time. But really, when you look at it from the perspective of an abusive relationship, if you if you just look at it from that perspective, and then when the uh, you, you know the abuse is you know moved away from then you can get into a peaceful frame of mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, you don't want to fight. You don't have to fight to survive. And then don't forget, this culture thrives on the lies of, uh, of the survival of the cities, and all that kind of thing. So, you know, I, I'll stop there. It's just a thought. Hmm. You know, I,
1: I can see your point. I, I, I can really see your point. When you when you put it when you put it under under that that type of um that type of, of viewership I guess you could say uh, for lack of a better word yeah yeah I can see that however um I guess the the, the bottom line is what what I would think yeah it could work it could work
3: uh however
1: however um, I guess what I would think is, you know, there are some people that uh, I'm looking at this from, from an abusive, abusive type of relationship standpoint. But when are when is there going to be enough of us to say, okay, enough is enough of this abuse? <clears throat>
0: Well, there have been many groups that have been saying that for a very, very long time, but they don't have the authority or the resources to be able to do anything about it. Um, There's the, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned the Marcus Garvey movement, and you talked about the flag, the Pan-African flag, Uh, all that was an Mm -hmm. attempt to bring unity and to have our own, uh, then there's the Republic of New Africa, there's the Moors movement, there's the Nation of Islam. so there have been many groups and many efforts to try to build community and to live you know uh based on one's own value system as opposed to somebody else's culture being imposed on you. but
4: right. you know they, you know but. you know
0: they don't have the uh, authority uh, because that mm. has been taken away uh to you mm-hmm. know that right uh to life to live the life that you value has been um usurped by the powers that be and you know you you talked about the, a lot of good things today about privacy and we mentioned about Henrietta Lack and how you know, uh, that went down. Well, that's another evidence of the abusive relationship, okay? And, you know, we get an apology, but if you think again in, in an abusive relationship, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it, I love you, I won't do it again. But then, you know, next week, it's the same thing again. And we've been dealing mm-hmm. with this for 400 years plus.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll give you another example. Just like, the you know, uh, the conversation previously on your show that when the, the concept of re- reparations was was brought up, oh my God! You, you 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 say that word now, and and you will get accused of all kinds of things. They're they're going overboard. I see POTUS posted something on Twitter that said that if if any so-called African American uh, that uh, uh, says that they should get reparations, that the government will give them a hundred thousand dollars, but they have to. Uh, how do you say, it? they have to renounce their citizenship and leave the country. <laughs> Hilarious. The invaders. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, <laughs> when, when you talk about the fact that they're taking the po- poor people's voting right away if they get, uh, you know, put in prison under federal uh, federal uh, crime, right? Because it has to be a felony, right? Mm-hmm. Well, well that's federal, but then yet and still they left right. it up to the states to decide whether they get the vulnerable. You see, see that, you know, like you already pointed it out, it's a game that they're playing. But that just shows you right there, it's a, you know, they're they're in jail or in prison for a federal crime. So it looked like to me, the federal government would be the one to to to, but they uh, let the states, you know, take that decision for a purpose, like you already pointed out, Mister Talk. You know, mm-hmm. for maintaining their division and and their uh, what do you call it? Uh, you call you call the word uh, when they're uh, uh, g- gerrymandering and and redistricting yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so you already pointed that out, you know. But now I do have one thing to say about the uh, about the uh, 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 FISA memo. Now you know I'm not in the riptide because you know what I think about this whole system, right?
4: <laughs> yeah. I think pretty much
0: okay, uh, but I did take the time to listen to a couple of alternative programs on it, and one guy, the author of the um, judicial watch, I forget his name right now clay- claimant or something like that, but he gave a pretty good he's an attorney and he gave a pretty good analysis of it, and then there was another guy, a doctor, that keeps his um identity kind of you know under under the radar. He broke it down, too. And what I came away with that, and I do agree with you that oftentimes they'll put things out there, you know, to uh, point us in the direction they want us to be looking. I agree with you on that. But but the FISA memo, what struck me was that it's evidence of the illegal use, getting a warrant from judges to – that they have already spied on people, and then they go and they get a judge to give them an illegal warrant based on their spying. So, and, and and you were naming off the names that were named in the Pfizer report, but I think maybe it's not just the people that are named. You're right. They're low-level people. But the, the big thing I came away with was that it is evidence of the misconduct of the FBI and the misuse of getting illegal warrants. And even though, like you said, yes, we know, they've been spying on us since the 1940s, since they did the uh, National Security Act of 1947. You know, it's just gotten more sophisticated over time. But even William Benny, do you know who he is, Mr. Talk? William Benny, no, I don't. He's he's to work for the National Security. What's his name? William Benny, B-I-N-N-E-Y. Oh, okay. He used to work for the National uh, Security Agency. As a matter of fact, he wrote, the, uh, he wrote a software for the program that does the spying. And he says that they, they, they have an office. This is regarding the FISA memo. They have an office mm-hmm. of in, right in the Pentagon. See, what they do is they get people from the U.K. to spy on United States citizens, and they get United States to spy on the U.K. Because mm-hmm. the FISA law... Uh, is supposed to be for foreign investigation, not for
4: right.
0: for domestic, mm-hmm. okay? But the right. way they get around that is, I just said, okay, but Ray and Benny said they have an office with those workers right inside the Pentagon. So they'll tell them, go spy on these people right here. Then when they get enough data, then the FBI will go get an illegal warrant from a judge and move on from there. So to me, that was the value of, of exposing the corruption with the FISA memo. It wasn't about who's on the list. That they and they also said that was just the opening chapter of what uh, of the um, corruption that perhaps will be uh, exposed with this memo being released. That's just the beginning.
3: You
2: know, well, maybe I, I feel like they're just gonna put out there what what what. What what um, they want us to know? They never put the whole story. Um, they never gonna put the whole story uh, out there. You know that won't be until you know decades afterwards before we really know the truth of the matter for everything that's going on because they 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 have to do stuff to promote their agenda.
3: You know. Well, they, I don't disagree with
2: you. Everything that they do is you know is 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 to you know pro- promote you know their the, their agenda and if if they got to manipulate the public or manipulate the people to get them looking in another direction or believing something that's not necessarily the truth they're going to do that but we know that they've been spying on on ever, ever since the, the the FBI was was enacted you know if you're doing you're doing something to you know uh um, Classic case: the Black Panthers, how they just went in and, and killed all those young men, you know, for no reason, basically for no reason, because they were trying to do something. As we were talking about being in a relationship, abusive relationship, you know, trying to unite our community, you know, it, it, it. Those are the things that we have to, you know, take in account for. You know, we got to meet force with force, and we got to have enough force. But how do you do that when you have people like that? We know that was illegal surveillance. Then, you know, you're talking about the Benny guy. Yeah, he was the original guy, you know, who who was so called the the whistleblower on the 911 event with Snowden and and all of that. So those things are already in place. They only come out after the fact. We already know they're doing illegal the surveillance. They've always done it.
0: Well, the point of the FISA memo release wasn't, in my understanding, about uh, letting people know they do illegal spying. Yeah, like you said, we know that. The National Security Act was uh, put into place in 1947. The issue was their FBI misconduct and how they go about getting illegal warrants going around the law. And, you know, again, I'm not in the riptide. And like I said when I first talked, and I already— understand that this system is corrupt to the core but if there's going to be any changes to come about doesn't somebody have to look into these things i mean i mean can we just say blanket that everything that comes up is just a distraction i mean i know they do a lot of it but doesn't somebody have to expose the corruption if, if anything's going to change but it,
2: it never has changed. That's the point. That's the point. They bring it out, but no. If you look at it, no changes have been made. They
5: well, they that didn't have the stuff. they didn't have the
0: internet in 1950, and you know a lot of people now are taking it upon themselves to to not just take the uh, official news story on the FISA memo. You know, there are people that have skills and education that can. You know, uh, get into these things and bring an analysis that have worked in the intelligence community that the average layperson like myself couldn't.
2: Right. And there are lots of
0: people. And the point I'm trying to make is there there's an effort being made, and what I see out here, in a large number of people are are taking the time to present information that we, you're right, haven't had. Uh, uh, you know, having been privileged to to have access to, yes. right? So perhaps, maybe I'm dreaming. Perhaps there's a shift, and maybe we're gonna turn the tide. Perhaps I, I don't know.
2: I don't see it happening because well, I just I, think that I, I I just think that they'll find another underhanded way to get it done. Well, I appreciate and respect that, but, like,
0: I'm going to go with your first thing you said earlier in the conversation, that there's a higher power in this world, and the the pendulum is going to swing back sooner or later because there's something called universal law, and you already spoke on that. As you sow, so shall you reap, and they've been reaping for a long time.
3: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: you know, I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) Thank you for making my call.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
1: You're welcome You know That's an interesting You know as y'all talking I was sitting here thinking That's an interesting um, point of view there I never thought about looking at it As an abusive relationship Um, As far as as The FISA I can see it's just being exposed But but, You know It's a reason why um, um, certain. It's the reason why presidents, you know, appoint certain people to be judges during their terms. Um, and a lot of them, you know, once once a, uh, a a new president come in, they replace that one or what have you. They just certain judge. But I I, I really feel that. Um, okay, we know we we know what has happened. FBI, you know quote-unquote, you know, um, use some basically false information or didn't tell the whole story and getting the the second, third, and fourth warrant, FISA warrants. Okay. We know that. That's what has been told. But in in the big picture, we know it, but is that going to change the way uh, uh, the average citizen thinks now? Is that really going to make that much of a difference? Now, considering that the Democrats are about to bring out their "quote-unquote" memo um, to counter this memo, so now you got once again two competing memos. Uh, but in, in the long run, what is it really, really, really going to accomplish? What is it going to accomplish? You know, um, I don't know why Watergate keeps coming to my mind. You know. I don't know. Uh, you know, when you think about Watergate, you know, um, yeah, that was exposed. Yeah, and you know, the the, the head man had to go, you know, because he got, got, got caught. But they just, how can I put this? They just figured out another way of getting around it. <laughs> put it that way, it's just simple. And but as far as the abusive relationship, I agree. We it's been that way for years, but. Until until
3: the majority
1: say enough is enough, I'm tired of being abused, I'm tired of being treated this way, then maybe some changes will come. Right now, I don't see it happening anytime soon because too many individuals are caught up in the quote-unquote American dream, you know, know, houses, cars, materialistic stuff, and they're not thinking on a level of, uh, unity, togetherness. Then I think about that. don't they think anything about get as much as I get so I can live the way I think I should live. With that, with, with that being said, so what? What other option is there? What other option is there? Of course, that's my opinion, but you know, I'm just asking the question. You know. Just asking me questions. Um, interesting, interesting, interesting. Hmm. Some more things to ponder. <laughs> more things to ponder. You know, more things to ponder. You know. Hmm. Interesting. Because if you take a look at individuals like Daryl Scott, he would never, he would never be one to come into the fold. You know, because he he, he has his sights set on, what is he thinking better, bigger, and better things. You know, and it, it's known known fact that a lot of blacks, black, our community, you know, we 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 love our pastors and our religious leaders, or we love them to death. So you know, that's that's kind of a, uh, what word am I looking for? A. a Guide sort of to keep us in place. If you get in the right place, <laughs> I guess that's how I'm saying it right. You know, I think that's a good thing. Good thing. But you know what, sister girl, when you start talking about that, you know, I, I thought about it. You know what we end up here you, you know, you know what colorism is, right?
0: I don't know if I'm still in queue.
1: Yeah, still,
0: you still uh, yeah. Your mic is still on. Okay, okay.
1: Colorism, yeah, yeah. you said. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you
0: know the brown. I saw your image on your uh, show about the brown paper bag test. Yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> and, okay. and I have been assaulted. <laughs> I have been assaulted in my life in that regard too. Mm. More than once.
1: Really?
0: Oh, absolutely. Wow. <laughs>
4: mm. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, you
1: know. You know that that that's an interesting um, piece in itself, because and bones, a lot of that still goes on in our own community. We're not talking about outside the community. We're talking about
0: our own community. And that's what I was talking about when I said I had experienced it in more than one case. It was from inside the community, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, like your your yeah. your degree of melanin ain't quite acceptable. You know, you ain't black 'cause I say you ain't black, okay?
3: You under suspicion
0: 'cause you got green eyes, sister.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, to me
0: that is the sickness that comes from Western culture because only in Western culture is that uh, uh the 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 main theme of existence. This division of the species into graduated uh so-called races, which is a concept, man, man-made man concept, you know what I'm saying, and then they broke it down right. even further into the, the you know, the color spectrum, like we're crayons, I mean, it's sick, okay, it's just sick,
4: <laughs> that's all I can say, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> You know and it's uh, really hurtful,
0: uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Mr. Todd, yes, it is, no, go ahead, go ahead, it's,
1: Tell me about it's this hurtful,
0: is. It's hurtful in my personal uh, experience and uh, perception because it, it really inhibits the ability to have an open heart with all people. Because if I'm not a racist, now I'm very well aware that racism exists, okay, but I'm mm-hmm. not a racist. In other words, I don't judge somebody by the color or, or whether they're light skin, dark skin. White, they say, well, there's really no such thing as white or black people. That's another myth, okay? But you know what I'm trying to say. But right. the hurt comes because there's always, um, in you know because of my life experiences being enculturated in this sick society, there's always a part that's in reserve when I interact with people from outside of my so-called race. And I say so-called race not to denigrate the fact, you know, of who I am, but that I just, I reject the concept of race because I know it's made up. It's scientific bullcrap just like the uh, Piltdown man when they fabricated them skulls, okay? That was a scientific concept they came up with for their uh, control mechanism. That's all that is. To keep people divided. That's how they keep the fight going, in my view.
1: That's a good view. That is so right. And no, I'm and not
0: saying like Rodney King, can we all get along and love everybody? That ain't what I'm saying. If somebody hit me, I'm going to hit them back. I don't care what color they are, okay? <laughs> uh,
1: I'm with you on that one. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that one. You know, I, as, as you were talking, I was thinking of my childhood, when I used to be called all kind of names, you know, and, and at the time I really didn't understand what it was about. You know, like, you know, I'm looking at them, looking, look, like, okay, are we, are we the same? We living in the same neighborhood. what's what's the difference? You know, and ah, we have a lot. We have a long way to go. We have a long way to go. We really do. Um, hmm. when will we get there? I have no idea. I have no idea. Do you think that maybe
0: that's why we're experiencing all these things, because it's time for humanity to wake up and grow up, maybe?
1: I really do. I, I really and I, do. And I had a wise...
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mr. Talk. Well, go
1: ahead, Sister I, I didn't
0: mean to step on you. I had a wise woman that I met when I first moved here that said one day we were talking, she's, and we were talking about, we can call it contrast. How would Uh we know if we didn't have contrast to experience? How would we know? Hmm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. How would we know if we didn't have contrast?
0: Right. I mean, the only thing that, that, how do you experience without being in relation to contrast? How do you know there's day if you don't know what night is?
1: Interesting. How do you know a, how do you know
0: a, a corrupt politician
1: <laughs> from a
0: good one? <laughs> Somebody got to act bad. Somebody got to act bad. They've been acting real bad, too. Ooh, wait.
4: <laughs> Maybe that's wow. just their
0: job. What if everything was perfect and there was, you know, everything was just perfect, flowing like the Garden of Eden? Well, how would you know? How would you know anything?
1: Okay. That, that's a very good point. That's
0: a very good point. And I got Maybe one more this is
1: thing. Plan. Uh-huh, go well, ahead. I hope, I
0: think so. I got one more thing. This one is to pick at you, okay? i I'll, I'll announce I'm picking okay. at you right now, okay? You made a mm-hmm. comment about that man that was in the crowd wearing his hat with the sickle in the chi- the sickle the shield, I think it is, the communism. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I just want to remind you that in the 1930s and 40s there was a very strong communist movement in this country, uh, and that's why we got McCarthyism. That was the backlash mm-hmm. o- on that. And I'm not an advocate God. of communism, or socialism, or capitalism, because as far as I'm concerned all the isms come from the same players, or controllers mm. would be a better word. However, mm. I do think that the problem we're seeing today in this society is extreme that there's, uh seems to be a a erasing of the right to have a free flowing of ideas and be different in your thinking or have free thought. So if the man had on his sickle and, you know, I mean, maybe that's the only answer anyway, to have a, what's called a mixed economy, a mixed society, a truly mixed society. You know, those mm-hmm. those young students flying their Pan-African flag, I think what they're saying is, look, I have a right to be me and to live based on my principles and values. That's all they're saying. And that's the same thing the man in the cap was saying. Now, I'm not, like I said, mm-hmm. now, I'm not saying communism is better than socialism or, or capitalism, because like I said, they're all the isms come made up from the same folks, as far as I'm concerned. And you can find them mm-hmm. in the Vatican. Okay, they at the Vatican. That's where they at, mm-hmm. Vatican City. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: they run oh, it off. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um. Hmm. Maybe I got one more person
1: I want to come in. What time is it? Okay, we got another time left. All right.
5: Triple One, welcome to the show. Who
1: do I have here? Hello, Mr. Talk. Hello, Mays. How are you?
5: I'm just fine. I wanted to That's get my good. spin on what I... I wanted to get my spin on this memo and all of this stuff. And what's being... I mean, what's okay. not being looked at. Don't we have an investigation okay. going on? Don't they have an investigation going on?
1: If you want to call that, call it that. Yeah. But go ahead. But
5: I'm saying... Well, why do we know, I mean, if there's an investigation going on, and something had had to cause it to be happening, somebody knew something that happened to even have one, so why do we need this stuff that they just put out, or the other side trying to put out, and uh, and there's nothing in either one? Because if there was no case, people wouldn't be trying to uh, find ways to get rid of it. That's just like when Nixon did what he did. It took a while, but... It eventually came to a head, just like all this stuff is going to come to a head. Mm. So the FBI do their thing, and the CIA do their things. Both of them do. Did it on us and did it on a lot of other people. But I'm saying, but there is an investigation. So why do they talk about everything except that? And putting everything up in the mix.
4: Mm. It's
5: just like you're making some cookies or a cake, and you leave the sugar out. It don't have taste. It tastes awful. So the mix that they're trying to mix in with this little bowl is awful too. So that's how I'm looking at it. Okay. They didn't put nothing in the memo okay. that they put out nothing was in it and this next one come out and nothing's going to be in it. But there's some crooks out yeah. there and they didn't do mm-hmm. some crooked stuff because some of them had admitted mm-hmm. that they did. So I don't know what the other mm-hmm. what this investigation got to do with it. They work with the Russians <laughs> and people know it. <laughs> That's the way I see it, off the top of my head. Yeah. So well, I just have to get my hmm I'm just waiting for just for the end to come, so we can just go on and go rest, and something new come up. Well. Yeah. Yeah, something
1: new. <laughs> yes.
5: You, Every day it is. And something new about to come it up. Huh? I say something
1: new, something new. Well, something new, but something old is about to come up. 'Cause they gotta yeah, so the third to do something with a budget, so and of course we can
5: yeah, get right. back into that rigmarole as well. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why I'm why I'm to the dead clock. We don't even hear nothing about it no more. I guess it's when they won't the talk what? about it and people won't hear it from, the dead The debt clock. <laughs> <laughs> why? why why are
1: they, gonna talk, they, why? Why why they, are they gonna talk about it when they add when they're adding to it? But you're when it was adding to. So
5: Yes, when it was that way before They had a clock just ticking everywhere Now I guess they broke it and you can't see it And everybody was having a conversation about it <laughs> <laughs> um, It's still okay. out there I
1: think I put it I think I put oh, it, it on, on my Facebook page one time It's hmm. out there it But it's not important there.
5: It's not a focus no. for people to grab on to And have a conversation about Oh that's what it is okay. no, So I guess they'll uh, sit the government down And that'll be it for a few weeks And whatever
1: well, Might I be mean, a good thing. So for for a country that's already broke, what, what is debt now anyway,
5: right? hmm Yeah. So to get get the uh, yeah. find something else to do. But well, with that I just gave okay. my friend off my top of my head. So I'll let you go. <laughs> all right. You know,
1: interesting.
5: That
1: that's interesting. You know, you are in and, and you talk about debt and, and the debt clock and all that. Yeah. whatever. They got no money anyway. But you keep giving it to other countries. Give all this other stuff to other countries. Uh, it's beyond my level of education. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's beyond my level of education. i um, Get up out of here. It's been fun, it's been real. Unfortunately, my co host call dropped, so we won't get to hear her final words today. But you know what? I think since we do have the privilege of having Sister Angoni on, I think we give her let her get her last words in. Sister Angoni, give me some last yes. words.
0: Yes, sir. Well, let me see. All I can say is that there's tomorrow, and somehow humanity will rise to the occasion or whatever shows up, contrast and all. So, you know, I guess we just have to enjoy the ride, like you said,
1: or try to find some
0: enjoyment in it and somehow. That's not very philosophical, but that's the best I can do, Mr. Talk. You caught me by surprise. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: ah, oh my goodness! All right. <laughs> okay, I understand. I understand. All right. Well, thank you for those words anyway. Uh, yeah yeah. Thank you for participating. You brought up some great points. Now I got to go Thanks back for and do me. some reading. All right. All right, y'all. Once again, that was that was uh, good show. Just show, A lot of stuff put out, and uh, a lot of stuff to think about. It really is a lot of stuff to think about because I never really considered putting it in the metaphor of an abusive relationship. That 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 really is an eye opener. That really makes you think a little bit. But y'all know me; I'll I, I go back and do some work, and we'll come back with, with 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 some something on that. All right. Um. If you happen to miss any of the show, just you can catch it in the archives or you can go to the show's web page at www.earthlesstalk.com. Um, I'll be uploading it here probably in the next couple of hours. And you can listen to the whole show or any other shows we've done, done in the last few months. You know, they're all on the page. and Of course, I, said, I have the video about Harriet Lacks on there and a couple of other things that you may find interesting. I always got videos and and things on there, so check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, let's see. Any ideas for topics or uh, things y'all want to have me to talk about? Just hit me up at Talk at gmail dot com or pross at p dot dot ross twenty four at gmail dot com, or you can leave it on the show webpage. I mean, yeah, show website. No, there's a place in there for contacts. You can put it there as well. We'll be back here, God willing, Friday afternoon at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, one mountain time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, saying y'all have a great week. Hey, keep your eyes open. And your mouth shut. Um, <laughs> remember, keep smiling, Show appreciation. Give with an open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest, best thing is learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself; everything else is just gravy. All right, we're gonna take you out of here with some black violin and the song A flat. Nice cut, man. Nice cut. All right, see y'all on Friday. Have a great week. We out of here.